0: The opening scene of The Lion King is a masterpiece. It's something that should like be studying in school. There's no better way to start a movie than that. Pitch black, sounds of like the savannah, the sunrise coming in like the new world, the circle of life. You know, with that powerful music. As a kid, even talking now, like like goosebumps. You know, what I mean? even just thinking about that scene and as a kid watching the theater, I was shocked and that's why I honestly picked movies instead of photography. It's a lot harder, but once you are able to manage and you nailed those few seconds, that scene, or you know that moment where the sound, the music, the spoken word, or like the image, the colors, everything just comes all together, I mean, that's just the best moment. As a filmmaker, there's nothing better than that, you know, it just really gives you chills.
1: Welcome to the We Are Photographers podcast from Creative Live. I'm your host, Kenna Klosterman, bringing you true stories from behind the lens and behind the lives of your favorite photographers, filmmakers, and creative industry game changers. From their struggles to their wins, we get the real human stories about why they do what they do. I believe there is something to learn from everyone's story. So if you're ready to join us in the hustle, listen, get inspired and discover why in the end, the creative journey is all worth it. Sal Dalia is an Italian born and raised filmmaker currently based in New York City where he creates original content for Adorama TV. As an executive producer, he's created the series Through the Lens, The Photographer's Round and the new My Travel Diary, amongst many more. Sal is a Sony Alpha ambassador and was one of the founding members of the Sony Alpha Image Collective. And I've had the personal pleasure of collaborating with Sal in both Cuba and Bhutan. In this episode, we talk about the creative influence of growing up in Italy, being surrounded by art everywhere. His career evolution from working for big brands as a freelancer to creating original content while traveling the world for Adorama TV. Sal explores the differences in approaching still photography and motion, and those moments that give him chills as a filmmaker. This is We Are Photographers with Sal Dalia, and this is his story. So my first question is, did you come from a creative family?
0: Not at all. <laughs> my father is, uh, um, he worked for the post office. My mother is a nurse. <laughs> so no, like no creative side whatsoever. <laughs> but um, I mean, growing up in Italy, there's art everywhere. <laughs> so you, I mean, honestly, for me, every week, it was once or twice where you go to like a church or you go to a museum. Uh, it was like normal life <laughs> in Italy, especially in the big city like Milan. The city is a museum, wherever, like every square, you, you know, wherever you go, every street, there is like art, architecture, it's just there. As a kid, you don't, don't realize that, you know. How like lucky you are uh, living in such like culture. So, no, I just decided basically when I was in high school, because in, in Italy, like high school, you had to pick kind of like your, uh, you know, direction pretty much. You know, if you want to do like you know more uh, writing or more uh, science, and from there it was just like natural. Like I just loved all the arts. I played music. I, you know, I danced. At some point, I was like, you know, at the last year of high school. So before picking college, I was basically like, I love all the the arts. What can I do? (laughs) What should I do, basically? And then I just found out that basically, thanks to some directors that I really love, cinema is the art that I think puts all the arts together. Because, you know, by making a movie... Uh, you can work with music, you can work with dance, you can work with in colors, you know, you can uh, make a, a, a paintings basically, like a motion, uh, a painting in motion. So, so that, yeah, that's what's kind of like, okay, this is definitely my direction, this is where I should go. And I never look back. <laughs> How do you approach
1: telling a story in a still image?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I do believe that photography has the power of just really get stuck with you forever. Like there are some photos that you can can forget, honestly. Like, you know, even after years and years I even watch the photos again, you still have like, you know, that look or that color or that composition in your in your mind and it cannot like go away. The thing and that's why I honestly picked video, like movies instead of photography, is that, you know, video has audio, first of all. You can use music and you can use sound, which just gives a totally different dimension to your entire work. It's a lot harder to, you know, manage as a media. But once you are able to manage and you nailed the exact, like, you know, those like few seconds, that scene or, you know, that moment where... The sound, the music, the spoken word, or, like, the image, the colors, everything just comes all together. I mean, that's that's the best moment. As a filmmaker, there's nothing better than that, you know. It just really gives you chills. And honestly, I think sometimes way more than photography.
1: Can you describe maybe the first time you had that feeling?
0: So uh, this goes, I think, way back when I was a kid. I don't remember if it was my first movie in the theater, but I was a kid. It was *The Lion King*. I know that it's like some oh *The Lion King* is like a Disney movie, but no, like the opening scene of *The Lion King* is a masterpiece. It's something that should like be studying in school. There's nowhere better way to start a movie than that. Pitch black sounds of like you know uh, the Savannah. and you know the sunrise coming in like the new world the circle of life you know with that powerful music it's just like as a kid even talking now like like goosebumps you know (laughs) even just thinking about that scene and as a kid watching the theater i was shocked and i haven't like realized until like later on studying actually movies how that moment in life you know changed me or even like jurassic park for example in theaters was mind-blowing in a different level than just being entertained you know because it's a different level that you are entertained and then you you're inspired you know what I mean it's like different Um, then growing up studying movies definitely Tim Burton, Baz Luhrmann are two of my favorite directors Tim Burton like you know Edward Hands, when he starts like cutting the angel and Winona Ryder is like you know there with like amazing music dancing in this like eyes. Uh, those moments are the one that kind of like really uh, video. I mean, movies, making movies is like probably what I really want to do <laughs> in life. It's not something that you can get with photography, I think, even though I love photography. But
1: So tell me about then the first time that you actually were the one creating something where it hit you. Like I did this <laughs> and I want to keep
0: doing this. Okay. Yeah. I think there are a few ones, but Describe one. Something that I remember is the first time that I edited something. It was, I think, probably 98, because I remember that I had the Windows 98 (laughs) with the PC, like my first PC. And I had like this Windows Movie Maker, which is like the basic Windows editing software. I was like a big Michael Jackson fan. So I had Billie Jean, the music video, you know, on my computer. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to play with it and have fun. (laughs) So I put Billie Jean in the Windows Movie Maker. And I started recutting the music video with the beat. And once I finished, you know, I had this timeline, and I see how, like, I could sync like, he's, you know, dancing, and, you know, he's, like, singing and stuff like that, and changed the whole thing. I was like, oh, my God, I re-edit, like, you know, the Billy J music video, and I like it. <laughs> and from that point on, I was, like, on drugs. I started, like, recutting all the music videos and, uh, you know, movie scenes, and it was just for fun. Like, you know what I mean? But that's when you get, oh... I actually can actually study this and make a job out of it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is happening. <laughs>
1: so let's then fast forward to work with brands like Nike, the Giants, Sony, Madonna even, Bon Jovi. How did you go from doing that freelance work then to working for Adorama and being a pioneer of creating original content for the web?
0: well it was first of all it was unexpected I never planned (laughs) to be where I am right now in a way that I basically when I got out from college uh, I was more like into commercials commercial director so it was like working with agencies but then you know moving to the states from Italy I had to start from scratch from the beginning so I did a lot of editing director of photography and stuff like that and then just like YouTube happen. (laughs) Honestly, at the beginning, I was there when it was only like, you know, funny cats videos. The only way to make money was with advertising. So it was all about making, you know, doing views and and not about actual quality of the content. (laughs) But I was there since the beginning. So then, you know, Google bought uh, YouTube, all the money for the original content started coming. And what it was, a freelance gig at the beginning that you do on the side it became my full-time job, just original content for web, because now it's everywhere. It's what honestly everybody watches on, you know, uh, YouTube. All like the marketing, even like commercials. What I used to do at the beginning, now it's all on web. I think now that the crowd for TV commercials is a lot less than you know, the crowd for web in general. My mission is basically just try to, okay, make my client happy, but at the same time get that. Quality and story, and you know, and meaning behind what I do, and not just like, okay, so the numbers say that I have to do this video. I think it's kind of like my my duty (laughs) to try to find that compromise between giving something to the audience and at the same time make your client happy.
1: What are you working on right now that you really care about? Okay,
0: well, I'm honestly I think I'm very lucky working for Adorama because they've been like giving me a lot of freedom with my projects. So. I'm currently editing a new show that I shot in Kenya in July with uh, Erin Outdoors. Gonna be, I think, four or five episodes. I try to bring that Instagram following uh, into knowing places they probably don't know. You know, Instagram is like saturated with some locations because uh, usually tourism boards they pay a lot of money all these influencers to go to like a particular location but there are like countries in the world that are just amazing and people don't know about it but I went to Kenya so another country that I think it's amazing was another trip that you know of a lifetime for me so it's a mix of like you know photo techniques of course because over there like between portraits and humanitarian work uh, for There was a lot going on on a photography level. But at the same time, there's a lot of culture. Like you really want to know uh, the Kenyan people, the Kenyan landscapes. Uh, It's amazing.
1: What's the hardest part about working with a team? And then what's the hardest part about working solo? Because there's pros and cons to both, I imagine. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Sometimes it's a budget problem, of course. But sometimes less is more. Uh, In a way that if you have experience working by yourself... Uh, you can have more things under control because you know that everything's on you so if you mess it up it's on you <laughs> uh but it's different when you have you know you're on top of a team and maybe you're not doing your job 100% and you're not sure that everybody's doing their job 100% so it's a different type of you know production for sure when you're running uh, a team than by yourself so there are you know of course pros and cons for both I just for this type of production where it's a you know documentary run and gun you don't know what you know what you're going to get basically because you don't have interviews scheduled you don't know what kind of like weather you're going to find being by yourself also means to be a lot more um flexible What
1: excites you the most and why
0: Putting everything together honestly so, like So editing as a as a director Actually no I prefer shooting than anything gotta be honest. (laughs) I try edit like being like a full-time editor for a little bit and I was getting fat. (laughs) No I need to yeah I need to definitely move around Uh, a lot to like that connection I love to travel to find out new things to learn while I'm shooting it's like the best thing ever you know like shooting and learning at the same time and actually say oh like I'm having fun this is you know what I was born to do (laughs) honestly Um, but at the same time honestly as a producer for example it's beautiful to like think an idea and then like you know the photographer's roundtable table is this new show that just you know came out uh, live on adorama i just had the idea i talked to you know the, the people here at adorama and in like two months maybe three months we just did it it's great to just like you know you think about something and you have like you know the the, the tools and the people helping you proud of the work you did that's like the best thing
1: is there a story that you can think about and describe where you had an idea and then what you discovered through the making of it made it something completely different that ended up being something you could never have imagined in the first place?
0: It's all the time. <laughs> honestly, that, that, that's honestly what they teach me in college, like the best lesson that I got. My professor was also a director. She was like, nothing that you will you know, actually plan you know, it would actually happen. So, like, just forget about it. Like, forget it right now. Uh, You know that, you know, that flexibility and actually handle the stress and all that kind of stuff, that's part of the job. That's why you do it. That's why you have to love this job. Because if you don't, it's, like, one of the worst, (laughs) basically. Uh, So why would you do it if you don't actually love it? You know what I mean? It's that type of job whatever happens you know you can change the way that you're shooting you can change the gear that you're using you can change the people involved in the project you just have to think okay my goal is to get to that emotion to get story to get you know so once you have that in mind whatever happens you just know that you're going for that road and you're not going to change it
1: so you've interviewed created stories about told the story of dozens and dozens of creatives What is the question that you ask them?
0: I got to say, like, most of the photographers that I interviewed, I found them all on the same wave, in a way, which is good, because that means that this, you know, new generation of artists, creators, whatever you want to call it, that are coming up because of social media, they all have the right, I think, mindset for it, that... It's all about the craft. It's all about really like just loving what you're doing. You know, most of them quit their full-time job because they just like couldn't just stop shooting. Like they had, you know, to just go out and shoot to be happy. And honestly, as Italian as like you know Dolce Vita, and just like enjoying life, that's a lifestyle. You can be rich, you can have a lot of money, but that you maybe you're not doing what you love. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, that's gonna weigh on you like later in life especially. So you got to do what you love, (laughs) honestly. At the end of the day, if you're in that moment and behind the camera and you're just like loving what you're doing, that's why we're doing it, honestly. That's the ultimate goal.
1: So what was the biggest risk that you've taken that absolutely you were scared of but paid off?
0: I'm thinking actually multiple ones. (laughs) Great. But that's why I think I got, you know, where I am because I took those risks. Like, you know, first of all, moving to the states was just a, b- a big one. I didn't know anybody here. I didn't have any contacts over there. I was already like shooting some like you know, medium budget commercials. So it was, uh, I was headed to like a, a good career, I think, over there. But then, of course, like you know, the economic crisis hit in Europe, and so I came here. I started all over again. Nobody knew me, so I was like starting really from from scratch, like editing on foot Network, and then from there actually diving into this, this like, YouTube content, the web content, leaving all, like, you know, movie sets and uh, commercials and that type of job. A lot of people, like, still now, honestly, like, if I go back to Europe, people don't really know Adorama, the name, because it's more like a U.S. and Canada uh, thing. But at the same time, the job that I have, a lot of people that are working for, like, big networks and stuff like that probably are jealous (laughs) of me and, and my job. So it's that type of, like, you know, thing, like, sacrificing maybe to work for like a big brand or a big company or a big network instead of doing what you love.
1: What's still on your bucket list?
0: Well, first of all, I downloaded an app that tells you the percentage of the world that you've actually been to. And I'm on like 35%. So it's like, there's still a lot to do. So my bucket list, there are many, many places actually. Uh, But I've never been to South America, for example. It's funny because I was supposed to go to Buenos Aires but then that trip, that job got canceled, and the plan B was New York. And then I moved to New York. So you see, like, I would, like those type of things really can change your life.
1: So that was a bucket list about countries to travel to. What's on your creative bucket list? I mean, because so, you're creating a lot right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, my goal is to create that format of that show that brings, I think, the quality of photography and this type of craft um, to a more mainstream level so kind of like what chef's table kind of like for you know chef and the culinary world in a way uh, to show basically how kind of like thrilling and exciting this world is you know and all the backstage you know of it basically all those photos and those images that you love to watch every day basically how is that made because I just think that once you know how that is made, just that entire world just gets a whole, like, new meaning. Uh, that's what Through the Lens, honestly, was all about that. Just to show, like, okay, you love this photographer, I'll tell you his story, you're going to love his work even more. Uh, so that's basically kind of like, you know, the the whole, the the goal, the, the, the constant. That's uh, your constant. You know, yes, for Through the Lens.
1: Awesome. It has been such a pleasure talking to you, Sal. We've worked together, but a lot that I didn't know about you. Uh, so, where can people follow you? Where can they make sure that they're seeing everything that you're creating? I know there's a, several points. So, where can people follow you?
0: Yeah. So, uh, well, on my Instagram, on uh, at teambus, T-I-M-B-U-Z. Uh t i m b u z, I usually kind of try to tell people basically what I'm doing and uh, what's coming out, like a new project. Then, of course, most of my stuff goes to um, Adorama TV on YouTube. Uh, so all my new original shows are there. And and then on my website, um saldalia.com you can usually find like most of my videos, like my past work.
1: Awesome. Well thank you so much, Sal. Thank you, Ken. I'm Kenna Klosterman and you've been listening to the We Are Photographers podcast from Creative Live. Once again, thank you to Sal Dalia for sharing his insights and stories. Be sure to follow him on Instagram at TimBuzz and watch his Adorama TV series, especially the Through the Lens Cuba episodes. You might just see a cameo of yours truly. At Live, we believe there's a creator and a photographer in all of us. And yes, that means you. If you're looking to get fresh perspectives, inspiration, or skills to boost your hobbies, business, or life, We've got a class or two, or thousands, for you to check out, and there is always something streaming for free. For those of you brand new to Creative Live, welcome to our community. I invite you to use the code WeArePhotographers, all one word, no spaces, and get $10 off your very first purchase at creativelive.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the We Are Photographers podcast wherever you listen, and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week for another episode of We Are Photographers.